welcome to Mouse Chat. I'm Lisa, and joining me, I've got Lauren, Sharpie, and Steve. Hey, Lisa. Hey. Hiya. Hiya, Lauren. Howdy, Lisa. Oh, that was a low howdy. That was oh. Howdy, howdy Lisa. I <laughs> uh, hope everyone is doing all right. I'll doing well. In there. <laughs> okay. Okay, that was enthusiastic. That was good. <laughs> Um, we've got some, a couple of updates, but our, our main focus today is just going to be some Disney chatter and, um, let's just take off with it right now. So our, our main topic for tonight is going to be an announcement that was made earlier this week regarding, um, Disney's Magical Express in Orlando at, uh, Walt Disney World Resort. Um, it's a hot topic. Yeah. Lauren, what'd they say? All kinds of bad stuff. <laughs> so Disney announced that um, as of January 1st, 2022, they're no longer going to offer um, Magical Express uh, airport transportation um, to the resort hotels, as well as, I believe, uh, Disney Cruise Line from the resorts. Disney Cruise Line, I believe, is still going to be offered from the airport, though, from what I that read. That is correct. Um, but they are discontinuing that service, that free service, as of January 1st, 2002. It has created an uproar. Um, 2022. 2022, yeah. So we still have a whole full year of free transportation to and from the airport. So this isn't going to affect anybody's travel until next year, a year from now. So, but... And, and a lot can happen in that year, in my opinion. Um, but yeah, so everybody's in an uproar. Everybody's upset about it. I see both sides of it. Um, I personally think we will see some kind of paid service come back. Just like I think we're going to see some kind of paid service for fast passes come back. <laughs> um, but I think that, um, I think we'll see something. Mears has actually put something out as well. Sharpie, did, do you have that? Yeah, Mears, Mears has came out with the statement that they will be continuing continuing to provide a shuttle service from the Orlando International Airport to the Disney resorts, and they will be offering resort-specific transportation. And I mean, this is... I, it, it, like you said, I'm not surprised by it. I think it's been coming for quite a while. Yep. Um, and I, I definitely think the Orlando tourist market, as far as vendors, there are going to be some really unique options pop up, in my opinion. I agree. Mm -hmm. Especially because your average Uber or your average cab only seats three to four people. So what do you what do you automatically do with that family of five? Yeah, and it's minimal luggage too. The way I travel, I might be the only well, one in that cab. Though. Yeah, I know. Well, but you know what? I, I mean, I'm one of those people that may be affecting this because I use Lyft every time I go, and it's thirty five dollars to take a Lyft each way, and. I find it easier, frankly. I don't have to wait in line. I don't have to wait for the bus to leave. You know, Magical Express has always been hit or miss for me. So, you know, sometimes you get on and the bus takes right off. 
and you get lucky and you're the first stop. And then sometimes it's an hour to an hour and a half of your time. And I have zero patience for that. So I am one of those that usually get off the plane, grab my bag and get into a lift. Yeah, I've mm. sat at the airport for almost 40 minutes just sitting on the bus. Right. Yeah, it depends. And, and I, I know people who've, who've waited longer than that. So I, I have a, a, you know me, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, a huge trivia head. Uh, when, how, when do you think Magical Express started? When do you remember Magical Express existing? How long ago do you think it's been? Ooh. I mean, it's been free since my girls were little. But I'm sure it was there before because I know it was a paid service before. Magical Express, as it exists now, started in 2005. Wow. Okay. That seems, that's what, so, 15 years at least. Yep. Good math. Well, yeah, I'm quick on the. So it was after the girls. Quick okay. on the math. Did, but there was a paid service before that, wasn't there? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did, okay. Disney offered a, a paid shuttle service. Uh, and it, it, it did not go by the name of Magical Express. What did it go um, by? Do you remember? I, I want to say it was, it, from everything that I remember, it was just the Walt Disney World shuttle. It was probably pr- provided by Mirrors, I would guess. It, yeah. Mir- Mirrors has been, Mirrors has had a partnership with Disney for, oh gosh. Well, since I, I was there, yeah. mid 90s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, it, it's been long time it's been quite quite some time so annual ridership that that that's a question that i have how many annual passengers do you think magical express handles on average each year a lot each year each year i mean it's (laughs) it's gotta be like 4.8 million shockingly it's less than half of that hmm. okay. it seems like 2.3 million is the most recent available accurate verifiable statistic um annual ridership daily ridership is around six thousand guests wow. oh well that's with the pandemic right no no that's that's day-to-day uh and and that figures from around 2009 oh okay so, I mean, and actually, ridership has fallen off in recent years. Because of Lyft and Uber. <laughs> and more people taking car service and more people taking limos. Yeah. Ooh, fancy. And, and, and that's the market that I think is shifting this, is people who are looking for a more bespoke experience all right here's what my my thought is is there's not enough people to justify having uh magical this year so i don't think so yeah so there's not enough because they're at 25 or 35 percent there's still well and they can't do full capacity on the bus um yeah and so for all those reasons and Disney's paying for, well, they were paying for luggage service and they're paying for all this place in the terminal and they're paying for, and the, the whole idea of magical express, I think from Disney's point of view, when they originally did it was we can get them directly from the airport to the resort. They're not going to go off property. They don't have a car. 
They're going to no get, stops in between. Yeah, and they're going to be go right to the park and start spending money. So it's worth us, worth it to us to get them here quick into the park, spending money, and then their whole week vacation, they're on Disney property. They're captive audience. Yeah, they're not the, going to Universal. They're not going to SeaWorld. They're here spending money. Well, and they're not even going to Publix. Right. Yeah. And the fact that you did not touch your, from the time you checked your luggage at your home airport, you didn't touch your luggage again until it came to your room. Yeah. So it's a nice service. I think that is, that's the service that I think families are going to be looking for. That it's going to be a really, really hard to fill. Well, I think when the, the, the train, the sun, what's the name of the bright, uh, bright line. Right. So when bright line is put in to go to Disney Springs, that's, so I, you know, that's what would have replaced magical express. Anyways, they'll pay for bright line or they'll give them a pass on bright line and they'll have a partnership and they'll get on there and they'll come straight. And that does the, does almost the, the same thing as magical express. Minus all the buses and everything. But I, I, I still don't know if they'll be offering that because he, I would have had a totally different answer to, to this entire scenario prior to having kids, having kids arriving at the airport, knowing that you can go directly from your airplane to magical express check-in, not go to baggage claim. Yeah. Just go to the bus and it's all going to be taken care of. You're not dealing with, uh, th- especially for families with young kids, you're not dealing with a car seat in the airport. You're not dealing with uh, luggage all the way through the airport. You're not trying to keep track of kids. You're, it really was the ultimate in stress-free vacation. And that's what I'm really excited to see what develops in the Orlando market to fill that void yeah. because the need and the market will both still be there. Yeah. I actually think if somebody could come up with a solution to that and include universal, yeah. they'd make All, a killing. And, and that, and I think, I really think that's where the market's headed. And I think that we should try to come up with that. <laughs> well, I think that's what the train is going to solve eventually, but it's no, not going to. The train is too many steps. Well, so you're going to yeah. have to get your bags and then you're going to have to go and you're going to have to board this train, yep. which is going to be conveniently located there, which is wonderful. But then you're going to now take a train, Disney which Springs. is going to be a high speed train, which will get you there fast to Disney Springs. Then you're going to get off of there and then you're going to have to go and, and they're going to have to provide some kind of bus service from there yeah. to the hotels Yep. because supposedly they're building a terminal next to Disney Springs for this. Yeah. yeah. It'll be a, it'll be a two level terminal with the a lobby level on the bottom and then the, the, uh, the track level on top. Yeah. And then you'll it's, bus, you'll take a smaller bus from there. So they'll hopefully be more convenient and quicker. I wonder if, if Disney would continue to run those. Run what? The ones from the, the train to the resorts. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, they have they're to. They're going to have to. Yeah, because everyone's going to get dumped at Disney Springs. Because just as many people are going to want to go to the parks from the train station yep. as they're going to want to go to a resort hotel. Yep. Yeah. But I do think that 
I think that this is all in preparation for that coming. Yeah. It's just. And I think you're going to have a lull where there's no service. 2022 to 2023, a whole year. Well, I thought it was Roughly. coming by the end of 2022. Uh, I don't I don't think Disney's terminal is set to break ground until late 2021. Oh, OK. So that's so still pretty go. much a year. Like yeah, you're going to have a year lapse. Yeah, roughly. In which case, Mears is going to step up. Yeah. But for me, like I would rather take a direct bus on Mears than take a train to a depot to a hotel. Well, yeah, because you've got an extra jump. You got to get a then you got to get a little bus, take your luggage. Yeah, right. it's a little like, more. It's not as convenient. But but, but Disney doesn't know. have the huge outlay that they had with all these big buses. I don't know. Well, and they're not renting all that space in the Orlando airport. Yeah, and paying. Although I guess they, they still service. will need some space for cruise line. Yeah, a little. Yeah, but it'll it'll be nothing like what they have now. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, yeah, you'll see Royal Caribbean just kind of standing there with a sign, and then they have a bus that pulls up outside. You know what I mean? It's, yeah, it's that's not that true. big of a. So they'll do the. But same the thing, thing is, there's also going to be train service to Port Canaveral. Yeah. Now that I would do because that's going to be faster. Yep. Yeah, that's a long ride. Well, for, it's forty-five minutes. Well, but it's a long, boring ride. Actually, an hour and fifteen. Wow! Yeah, maybe, yeah. Yeah, I don't From know Disney. how you're driving. I guess it is a little longer than an hour. And it depends on if you're doing hotel, like a resort or airport. Yeah, we usually stay at, at Disney and go. So, all right, goodbye, Magical Express. And something else that I that I, I feel like I, I need to comment on this is I feel that Disney has a price re-strategy process in place for their resort hotel pricing. Hmm. Would it work? Because they're they are they're they are they're stripping off some of these additional services. I the, and this is just Sharpie speaking. This is not 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 Pixie. This is nothing official, but I think the Orlando area is getting ready to reprice itself because the price of resort hotels has gone up so much and there has been so much high quality value driven resort development i think disney sees itself as needing to re-strategize its pricing keep the price lower you might not keep them on property as much but keep the price lower they'll they'll still say they'll still stay 7 days but they're not spending as much on their resort hotel and they'll spend more in the parks. That's that. Once again, that's just my two cents. Yeah, it could. But we'll see how that pans out. Well, cause universal, cause universal opened up uh surfside dock, yep. dock side for very affordable. Um, well, and you also have Swan Dolphin building that less oh, yeah. expensive. Yep. Yeah, that's true. And they and then when you go into some of those, even the moderates, you go in and you go, wow, this is like, well, even Disney's, uh, what's the one that's over by Caribbean Beach? I still haven't been to. Oh, that's a that's oh, a deluxe um, though. Destino. Well, even Coronado's uh, tower is nice for a moderate, because you feel like when you go to Coronado Springs into the new tower, it's 
you're like, wow, this is nice. <laughs> this is it, 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 it like is pretty close to a, a luxury resort at Disney with everything they've got there. Yeah. I mean, so I, I don't know. We'll see. Like I said, it's uh, just, just, just a hunch that I have. Hey, if you can and save money. Very well be. And I, I That'll think be interesting. a lot of that is going to be, I think a lot of that's going to be driven by what they're learning from guest behavior during COVID-19. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think, I think there's plenty of places that you can get, you can get to Disney world resorts from the airport. If nobody steps up even, which I don't think is going to be the case. I think 100% somebody's going to step up. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, this is opportunity at its finest. Private. We have great private car services that we use. Yeah. Um, I think they're going to have booming business during that time in between. Yep. Um, you know, you have, um, Lyft and Uber, and I think Uber does car seats, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, One you, of them yeah, does car seats. Um, so I think there's, there's definitely going to be plenty of opportunities, you know, for, to utilize the service. And hopefully Disney doesn't raise the pricing next year so much to offset that would help, you know? Well, and I think that's so much of what's going on is offsetting. And people are looking, you hear things from, you know, people that are just angry um, without them thinking this through. They have to realize the, the hugely devastating blow Disney has taken. Um, right. You know, they're hurting just like anyone else. and so. Do you want Disney maybe watered down or do you want no Disney? And I think yeah. that's what it comes down to. Disney's trying. They're not saying, oh, hey, we're in a pandemic. So let's try and, you know, tick off our clients, our, our visitors. They don't. Th that's not what they're thinking. They're doing what they can to stay in business. Right. And I do hope that when things get better and and healthier for Disney that they revisit some things like the free magic bands or the magical express or just different things that they're offering. You know, maybe they could do a little value add or price reduction. I hope that's the way it's going to go, but I completely understand they're trying to keep their head above water. Right. You know, they still have so many people furloughed and the layoffs and, you know, Disneyland 11,000 something laid off so well it yeah. yeah they're still closed yeah they're still closed Disney so Cruise it's not Line a pretty picture closed. yeah for almost you know a they're year. a huge company and you think oh they've got all this to fall back on it only lasts so long and they it's not to say disney's not a healthy company right now but in order to stay healthy they need to do what they need to do and to continue to innovate because that's where yeah Disney has gone through a period of where their innovation was on the technology side. And frankly, it didn't always serve them well. Right. And I, I think, I think they're looking at, at this, at the, this change and these changes as, as next gen Disney. Are you going to break Ooh, out into song? Next gen Disney. Next gen Disney. Changes. 
Mm. Yep. All right. Who's, what's next, Lisa? Changes. Um, well, are we done with this? Yeah. Has the horse been beaten? Yeah. I think we went through every magical express. I think we got on the bus and rode it to where it needed to go. Yeah. Oh, Did so we? what's his name on the bus? We won't see him anymore. What's the guy's name who on the video? Oh, Gus. I'm Gus. I'm here to tell you about a hundred ways to be safe while sitting on a bus. <laughs> Maybe they can hire you. Maybe Gus will be on the train. I'm here to tell you about a hundred ways to be safe while sitting on the train. He's awesome. <laughs> Gus, like the over the top safety demo. All right. Well, how about a little oh bit, God. maybe a little bit of a pick me up. Um, and a lot of you already know this. Um, park hopping was kind of halted <laughs> in 2020 uh, when the parks reopened in Orlando. And starting in January, they reintroduced uh, park hopping options, but they do work a little bit differently. And we did touch on this before, but let's touch on this again. Sharpie, tell us about park hopping options. So the park hopper has returned. Uh, and, uh, it kicked off at the beginning of January. And so now we are back into the process of park hopping. Um, yeah, park hoppers back. <laughs> well, we well but how does it work? About real quick, how, how it's working. So, yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. I think that, yeah, that's an important part to cover. Yeah. So it's not like, you know, yesterday's. Nope. Park Hopper, it does have, um, they still have to keep tabs on attendance in each park. So you can check on the availability of changing parks at what, two o'clock? Yep. So two o'clock, you get to check and you do this on your app. And then you would say, yes, okay, Animal Kingdom is available. I'm going to hop over there with my family. And just because um, you have a hopper, doesn't mean that you will get to hop to the park of your choice whenever you want. So there are rules and regulations to this. Um, you can still park hop as much as you want based on availability after two o'clock, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And there were people that like January 2nd actually were able to do all four parks in one day. Very exciting. Um, which, you know, that's not easy because. Yeah. Transportation. It's limited, yeah. Fine. Well, in times, I mean, yeah. the parks are closing early. early so, yeah. like, you know, to me, currently, I don't know how much park hopping is actually happening because the parks close five, six, and seven. Yeah. Right. So, so maybe... by the time you get to a park, you're getting there at three o'clock. You know. Yeah. If the park closes at five. It's not really panning out for you. So maybe at Epcot, but, is it best maybe yeah. to park hop over to Epcot? Like Epcot and Hollywood are both open currently till seven. So I think those are good parks if you're going to hop yeah. to potentially look at hopping. And then I think Lauren, last time you said that if you wanted to do Rise of Resistance, you have to, you, you can't park hop and do it because of the time that you have to, to pre-book it, right? Correct. So anybody who wants to ride Rise of the Resistance, you have to book your park that day in Hollywood Studios. And if you hop over to Hollywood Studios in the afternoon, it's after the boarding groups are released at one o'clock. So you cannot get a rise of the resistance boarding group that day. 
So if you're if if Rise of the Resistance is is hot on your list, then just wait to um, just make sure you have a morning booked for Hollywood Studios. That's yeah, good tip. No skirting it. Good to know. Nope. All right, what's up? Okay, so then we're gonna go on to a new uh, a new concept that was announced this week as well, and that is early theme park entry. And and they're very careful with that wording. Mm. Um, <laughs> we haven't Steve, talked about these, this before. These, these are not extra magic hours. Yes. So oh. the term <laughs> extra magic hours, that benefit is yes. suspended and will not be, uh, it's gone. It's not coming back. It will not return. So uh, I think the key word in there is hours because the early theme park entry is offering kind of a different twist on this. It is a 30 minute early entry to any theme park every day. For Disney resort guests, right? Disney resort guests. Correct. Um, and there will be some other select hotels that will be included in this, but that list has not been released yet. Um, but so you'll get a, a half hour jump on the regular crowds. If you are staying at a Disney theme park. No. <laughs> At a Disney resort. Yeah, an uh, on-property Disney. I'd like have, to stay at a Disney theme park. Wouldn't that be awesome? Mm. I have such strong feelings on this, and you, they're not positive. That's what my, <laughs> that's that's where I'm leaning to. What's what's your take, so, Lauren? While I think it's very nice of them to do this, I think it's crap. I think giving everybody what a 30-minute head start is basically what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um. I, to me, they open these parks basically every day an hour early. Just open them an hour early for all the resort guests. Like an hour. Is it an is hour? Make, they do. Most of the parks are open at least an hour early. You can walk into the main street. Okay. Open them an hour early for resort guests. Even if you open just a section of the park an hour early for the resort guests. And and do all four parks. Mm-hmm. I, and to me, I think just like the ticket deal, I think we... I think we are now following Universal's lead instead of leading the way. That's yeah. my spin on that. I really think I think they're copying things that Universal does at this point. They need to learn to think for themselves and they need to be the leaders like they've always been. And I'm sorry, I just don't I I think I think it's garbage. Yeah. I think give them an hour. Give everybody an hour. 30 minutes is nothing. Yeah. 30 they're minutes gonna, seems gonna ineffective. Lose people to going off site with all the stuff they're pulling. They're they're just they need to give people a reason to want to have those perks. They literally have taken every perk away for for people that want to stay on site. Yeah. Well, I I, think, the only thing you have left right. is immersing yourself in the magic. That's it. Yeah. Steve, go ahead. So, I think I I understand doing it during the COVID-19 times. And then I hope that it changes to something else later. I, I, the only advantage of this is you don't have to know which park because sometimes it was or which day early or three hours in the afternoon. They're all, they're all the same, but I feel like Lauren, I feel like instead of the, like if they open an hour early anyways, they'll probably just open an hour early anyways and give 30 more minutes to the resort guests. So it's costing Disney nothing. They're just, you know what I mean? Or, yeah, or they're, they yeah, it's the same. It's just a spin where they reduce the park hours that day by 30 minutes. 
yeah, I, I, I feel like it's, it's a spin on a benefit that's really. They're already providing. Yeah. It's a way to spin that we're still giving you something early, but you know, so by the time you get through the turnstile and the security or whatever, you got an extra 18 minutes. I mean, okay, so in all like fairness, ridiculous. in all Agreed. fairness, the way I understand this is that the off-property guests that would be at the gate um, half an hour early, hour early, whatever it is. Yeah, they don't get in. They will not be getting in like they used to. So it is supposed to truly be a benefit for resort guests. Yeah, so it'll be that right. they get but in. It's a 30-minute benefit. I mean, I agree that that should be uh, an mean, hour. It absolutely should be an hour. And even if you have to make it two parks um, and they alternate days or something, it makes it a little more confusing. But we're used to that. But make it an hour. I would definitely agree an hour is going to feel like a true benefit. Yes. Versus 30 minutes where it it it. might get you to your first ride. But here's the thing. Yes. Uh Here's the thing we're all forgetting. Mm. Remember pre-COVID, all of those early morning extra oh, ticketed events? That's true. They were all packed. of those after hours extra ticketed events. Are those going to go away after COVID? No, they're not going to go away. They're going to be at every park well, every he- morning. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's I- valid. Well, maybe that's why they want the park clear. And, and they're not doing the extension of hours. It's, a, right. good, it's a good point, Sharpie. So, well, and I think mm. that you're gonna you're not gonna see and this is my personal opinion that i have no reason to know this it's total speculation but i think that extra magic hours in the evening are only going to be paid events moving forward i don't disagree well and the the hours right now are ending pretty early in the evening so there is a lot of room for those extra hour ticketed events at night all right so I guess the, the, the thing is, is when they used to do these extra magic hours, that park would get slammed. And if they're only at 35%, they can't say, come to the Magic Kingdom early because by the time everybody would be there and then they'd hit their 35% and the thing would be closed. Yeah, but they're still doing park right, reservations. And, right. Well, and here's the thing. I, I agree that currently you can't do extra magic hours at night. A hundred percent. I agree with that. A hundred percent with COVID. You can't do it right now. Yeah. But I think if they, I th- so the 30 minute thing is it just, if it was an hour, it would solve, I guess they feel like we don't have enough people coming to justify opening all the parks truly an hour early, just for resort guests. When a lot of our resorts aren't open because we don't have enough people we'll have all these rides sitting there with nobody on them. Well, is but that- they didn't say what they're going to have open at that time either. So the list of attractions has oh, not been released either. Oh, so it might even be a, a limited. It It's limited now, or it has been limited on the extra magic hours. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Like this is all speculation, of course. They'll, they'll open the thing that's in the very back of the park, and then they'll be like, oh, you just missed it. 30 minutes is over. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're a dork. <laughs> um, By the time you get back there. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, I am completely in favor of changing it to 60 minutes, even if they have to make it, um, you know, two out of four parks and alternate right. like that. Something where the the time frame feels like an actual benefit. So, yep. 
We'll see. They may change it. Who knows? It's and I'm be... glad they're bringing it back. Like, I'm not trying yeah. to be bratty about it or, but like, to me, 30 minutes is very, eh. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah it's... And when they're talking about as part of their 50th celebration, that makes me feel like that's not going to happen <laughs> until we get closer to the 50th. For our 50th celebration, 30 minutes early for all resort guests. Everybody, you'll get 30 minutes and you'll, you'll get 30 you'll minutes. get 30 minutes to get in the cupcake line 30 minutes before everybody else. Well, that's the make it or break it point, though. And then you wait six feet, six feet apart, waiting for that cupcake. You could be missing out on those cupcakes. Oh, my gosh. I... Yeah, yeah, they spun it as a an exciting thing for the fiftieth, and I was like, "Wow!" <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was like, and and you know, again, you know, I'm in Disney's corner. I know. I, I am a fan of the mouse. I just this one burned me a little bit, even more so than Magical Express. Believe it or not. Hmm. Yeah, I figured Magical Express. Well, that's because you take a lift. Couldn't couldn't last. Well, yeah. I for me personally, yeah, I feel bad for my clients, but for me personally, I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that you know, we've done I it know people both ways yeah all right okay steve oh hey i've got one yeah take us to epcot so there's a new exhibit so if you get to epcot 30 minutes early oh geez. get all the way back to the, the american <laughs> run yeah it probably won't be open but if it is steve. you can run to the american adventure you might hit it and be the first one in there to see the uh the soul of jazz over at the American adventure. So if you've seen uh Pixar's soul movie, which we can get into as well. Oh um, yeah. Let's talk about that when we're so done. Good. Oh boy. Hold on. Lauren. So it's over at Epcot. So it's based on, on that uh, Pixar's soul and, and uh, jazz music uh, from, uh, is it Carmen Smith? Carmen Smith. Oh, is uh Disney Imagineers Carmen Smith to hear more. Oh, that's uh, so that was, sorry. That was Disney's Imagineer. I'm I'm reading halfway across the room here, uh, who put together a, a little piece on it. But uh, yeah, go over, see the jazz thing. It's opening in February. I don't have the exact date yet, but uh, hopefully here in the next, uh, I don't know, three, four weeks, we'll see what happens. Yeah, I think that'll be fun. So did you both see Soul? Yes. Okay, so we can talk. So but, but don't do any spoilers. You Oh, wow. You both said so good. Yeah, it was good. You didn't think it was what? so good? I did not think it was so good. What? He has no soul. All right, you so no soul, Steve. but I felt like just like Titanic. I felt I didn't even oh know. Oh my gosh! Did you know how soul was going to wow. end? I how did you think it was going to end? It, if you haven't seen it and you know the name of the movie is Soul, okay, but that's it's going to end it, no. exactly no how you think it's that is not end. how it ends. That's how it begins, it's, and so it, it, it ends. You lose, Mr. and there's no there's no twists or turns or what bad you are guys such a- or. Cold. Did you watch the same movie I, as us? There was, it I don't was, think you watched the same movie, Steve. There was not a big plot. I don't know. It just felt like, I was like, oh, this is the, and I like all the Pixar movies. And this one, I was like, ugh. You didn't like the cat. The, the cat? cat was awesome. You didn't like. The cat was awesome. What about Jerry? Jerry? And Jerry. And I Jerry. I don't remember the cat. Oh. The Jerry's. You don't remember the Jerry's. I remember the Jerry's. The only cool thing was the effects they used. For going up and coming back down, and the the little lightning guy who who was counting uh, was the, the accountant the way was they, that Terry? Yeah, I think Terry the accountant was cool. The way he kind of scurries around and 
turns into lightning and he kind of zips around. The yeah, the effects on that were cool. The rest of it was was obvious. There was I thought, I thought the animation was really good. Yeah, and the animation's good and the music's good, but there was no I don't know. It was not my favorite Pixar movie. Did it do well? Sharpie, you probably know the numbers. Do you know, like, it was it? Well, actually, there's no movie theaters. Right. There, <laughs> so, there. so there you go. It did amazing. Right. I mean, people were glued to their glued to their living rooms. I mean, it was. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Wow. So see, so even then, it's I don't know. Maybe if I saw it in the theater, I would have thought different. I don't know. It just did not. I was all excited, and we watched it, and I was like, "This is exactly what I thought it would be." He's he's a joy to watch movies with. Ugh. Steve, you really need to. Well, you guys liked it, so that's good. I mm. thought it was cute. Like I'll watch The Incredibles over and over. I'll watch almost any Pixar film, and then I was like, "Ugh." You remember Inside Out? Yeah, it was better. Oh, I loved Inside Out. Yeah, Inside Out's good. Now let's now let we have we do have to talk about that. <laughs> yeah. But Soul side by side with Inside Out, which one's better? Inside Out. Inside Out. Inside Out. I agree. And, and and that's why I think that's what a lot of people I think a lot of people were thinking that Soul was gonna be like a grow a, a little bit more of a grown up version of Inside Out, not really viewing the world from a child's eyes but viewing the world through an adult's eyes, because that's what I had kind of hoped it would be. Mm-hmm. But it didn't, no, it wasn't really like that. I mean, it was, it was like pretty deep and profound in moments. Yeah, I it think. Was, it was definitely deep and profound. Yeah, I think when you compare the two movies, I think there's an advantage to Inside Out because you have more characters to love. And, the, and with Soul, you don't have that many that you really grow attached to. Yeah, it was, ugh. No, there there are. Oh few. my god! There was no. Who is the comic relief in Soul? The cat. The cat. <laughs> wow! What did the cat even do? I don't even remember the cat. <sighs> the cat was a curmudgeon. Whatever. Who who had a cat? It was. Uh, oh my god! Uh, the guy. Official, we apologize. I don't even remember the cat. Actually, watch Soul. He read like some blog. Uh, I don't that, even remember there having a, a cat. Poor review. He must have. You don't remember the cat. What did the cat do? Was it the guy's cat? It's the co-star of the show. It was oh. the therapy cat. <laughs> oh, God. That he, remember that he found in the hospital. What? Man, I guess I got to go watch it again. <sighs> they switched They switched places. No, he's oh, looking at me I with a completely remember, blank I sort of remember part of that. Maybe you watched a different movie. Maybe that's why you don't like Maybe it. he was on his phone the whole time. Places with the cat. Uh, I don't even remember this whole part. Oh, Steve. It was lost on me. I just remember the guy. I can't, I can't tell you what I remember because it gives away the whole purpose of the movie, which is really basic. <laughs> I don't, oh, my goodness. I don't remember the I cat. Can't. And then I didn't think Terry is, is Terry the bad guy? Terry wasn't really. Terry's not a bad guy. There He's was, an accountant. But, but there wasn't really a bad guy. Was there a bad guy? Destiny. Destiny's the bad guy. He's just not in the movie. Oh my gosh. The Destiny. So the rating, the rating on Rotten oh, Tomatoes, uh, is the tomato meter, yeah, uh, was ninety five percent. Rotten. Is that oh. good? Oh, good. And then, mm. then the audience score uh, with four thousand four hundred ninety two reviewers was eighty eight percent. Mm. Sounds like a B plus to me. 
I, I solid. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, Steve gave it a two, which brought the average down. No, I haven't given it a rating yet. I have to go. I have to go watch the cat piece again. And, and if, you wanna, if you want to take a, a, a trip down CGI memory lane, oh boy. watch Toy Story 1, mm. notice the animation, notice the graphics, and then watch Soul. Well, yes. I, Absolutely I, beautiful CGI, mm-hmm. like terrific transitions, terrific textures, looking at the, the texture of hair, looking at the texture of fabric, just amazing. Yeah. truly amazing and then go back and watch toy story and you're like wow that they're drastically different generation yeah. of cgi yep this is true i i don't know if i necessarily appreciate that kind of thing you can put scooby-doo in front of me and i'd be like oh yeah i remember one of the car it was one of the cars pixar cars movies where i was like wow the backgrounds and the dirt and the the grass. Oh, yeah, like dust There was clouds. part of it where that where I was like, wow, it, you could hardly, you, you couldn't even tell that if it was real or generated, it was that good. Yeah. I think is when it finally for me was like, wow, I think I that movie, tell the difference. I think that one for me was Nemo. Nemo. Oh, where, yeah. Where you the thought, uh huh, yes. you thought, oh, is yeah. this real? Did they mm-hmm. somehow superimpose mm-hmm. real and cartoon? And yep. yeah, Nemo was my eye opener. And then the fish talked and you were like, oh, it's fake. (laughs) (laughs) Not until that moment did I think it was fake. Oh, it's fake. (laughs) Yeah. And like, I remember the movement of the um, sea anemone. Mm -hmm. And I mean, just gorgeous. And oh, yeah, that that one's my my little Mm. animation. Hi. Go back and watch Brave. If, if you're if you're still quarantining, looking for movies, and want to geek out about CGI, go back and watch Brave. Yeah, watch the Pixar short um, Piper. That's really amazing. Oh, the, I love the water. Piper. Yeah, really, the, uh, the water the and the sand. sand. Yeah, are just extraordinary. Yeah, uh, watch Moana, and then go oh, back I forgot and about watch Moana. I Pocahontas. love Moana. Oh, I couldn't do watch it. Watch Moana and Pocahontas in the same weekend. Mm. Look at the different different animation if you want to if you want to teach your kids all about disney animation and the history of it yep number one you have to watch um steamboat willie of course you have to find that uh next up you have to watch snow white you have to watch mary poppins with different animated scenes so is sharpie giving us homework yeah if we have homework animation history there i don't enjoy watching animation movies with my kids anymore because now oh. they're like, oh, that's stop motion. Oh, that's this. Oh, that's that. And I'm like, ugh. Just, just be quiet and enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, it's a movie. Mm-hmm. I'm like, for the love, I didn't need a, a history on this stuff. That's cool. Well, you got it whether you liked it or not. Yeah. All right, so get Disney Plus, go watch Soul. Okay. And then tell me if it's a higher. Are you making commission on this? Tell, tell me if it's better than a C plus. Oh my gosh. B plus. Mm. He's giving it a C plus apparently. Oh geez, Steve. Well, it's tough. There's not a lot out right now. So it so it has that going for it. Lauren, you have yes. our next story. <laughs> Please oh. take What's us our to Walt story. Um Walt Disney World oh, Ride. I know. Yep. So I am just full of good news today. Oh, that's good. Um <laughs> This is good so- news. No, it is, because it's actually a step moving towards the right direction. 
Sure is. Um, so certain rides at Disney World have now been um, okayed to actually board at full capacity. So Slinky Dog, Flight of Passage are now boarding at full capacity. I do know that they put up, um, I think they put up on Slinky, didn't they put the plexiglass in between? I know Rise they did, not Rise, um, Flight of Passage they didn't. But those are kind of not on top of each other either. So I think that might be why. Um, Rock and Roller Coaster is also being, they're using all the seats again. So just a heads up, when you ride those rides, they are now all being loaded fully. I think the boats are still spaced out. So they're doing the same thing at Universal as well. So, so we're moving in the right direction. Maybe next up will be, they'll bring my happily ever after back and I can fly down and be very happy. Ever after. So Couldn't not let it much go. There, but nope. All right. Um, I'm going to take us, I mean, we haven't been out here in a long time, but I'm going to take us out to Anaheim, to Disneyland. Yay. Yeah. The original Disney park. And it's not what you think. We have no word on it opening. Sorry, the but ti- the title of this was the weirdest thing I think I've read in a long time. Really? Yeah. Title? Oh, Disneyland is opening a super COVID nineteen vaccination site in California. <laughs> it's like those it's are words. Just eight. It's <laughs> super. It's, not even, it's like can you? It's nothing I would have ever have thought in my entire life. I would ever have. Well, but the super is in quotes and it means large, not like super duper. Yes. Well, yes. Even that. I mean, it's not going to be fantastic. No. It could be. I just, it's just. I mean, if I were to get a vaccine, this is where I'd. I understand why, but it just seems. Yeah, I'd like to fly there just to do that. It seems odd. Unfortunately, Lauren, you can't because it is scheduled by eligibility and it is for residents within 150 miles, 120, 120, 120. excuse me. I'm not that close. If you're in California, you're not allowed to travel um, without, with more than 120 miles away from your home. Yeah. So I, I got it. 120. So, um, so no walk-ins are accepted is by appointment only and it's scheduled by eligibility. So, um, yeah, but they are calling it, um, a super facility, um, or a site. Because it is Orange County's first large point of uh, dispensing of the the vaccine, yeah. uh, they do have four others that are scheduled to follow, but this is the first. And uh, Disneyland was kind enough to open up. I don't know what exactly they're opening up. If it's, I, I don't know what area, but I would still be happy to get my vaccine here. Me too. Just saying. Well, it'd be a real shot in the arm. Oh boy. Well you, well, you have to figure logistically, right? They've got parking, tons of parking. It's already all numbered. Yeah, it's, and, it's all perfect. And, you know, and they've got, they're good at crowd control and queues. So they've got all of that infrastructure there. So it would be easy to uh, get people through and in and out. They're about crowd control. So it's a perfect place to do it. I just, it just seems like the happiest place on earth. And it's, it seems weird <laughs> to me that now they're doing coronavirus vaccines, but it does make sense. 
Well, they have the space. So. Yes, it definitely logistically is perfect. So hopefully everybody gets their shots and uh, sometime in 2021, uh, Disneyland will open up as a theme park. Fingers crossed. Yes. Novel idea. Awesome. Okay, let's see who's last. I think we only have one more. Sharpie. Oh, this one is so good. I love it. It's so cuddly. Oh, yeah. It's a baby rhino. <laughs> all right. I would like to see you cuddle that. That's all <laughs> Aww, I'm going to say. It's so cute. I'd pay money. Uh, I kind of yeah, would pay right, money, exactly. too. I, hey, I would pay money to cuddle a rhino. Come on. Well, I'd say money to watch you cuddle a rhino. I've I've gotten to pet a rhino. Okay. I got to pet Dugan backstage at Disney's Animal Kingdom. Nice. Part of the, part That's of, pretty part cool. Of, part of the tour. Exactly. It was so much fun. I, I can't to, say I've pet a rhino. So you've got one up on me. I got to pet a rhino and his name was Dugan. Oh my goodness. <laughs> So, uh, back in October, um, there was a, a, a bouncing baby boy born uh, at Disney's Animal Kingdom, a white rhino, and they finally announced the new rhino's name, and it's so cute. His name is Ranger. Hmm. Ranger the rhino. <laughs> it's cute. Exactly. So I have a I have a trivia question for Steve. Steve, uh -oh. what do you call a group of rhinos? Uh, a herd. It's a crash. A crash. A crash of rhinos. Interesting. Really? Huh. Yeah. I like all those different gatherings. I do too. Yeah. What is that? A murder of crows. Yes, it is a murder of crows. A, I, I, a bloat of hippos. Yeah. Wow, we are Good full stuff. of a flamboyance of flamingos. Full of useless information. Yeah. You are would be perfect at Animal Kingdom. <laughs> oh my gosh. But yeah, so if you followed the pregnancy story on the magic of Disney's Animal Kingdom, uh, which is on Disney Plus, it's produced by National Geographic, you would have followed the birth of the new baby rhino. And then finally now, they've revealed his name. So exciting. Ranger the Rhino. Oh, we need to watch that, Steve. We'll have to watch it since we've already seen Soul. <laughs> there we, there, yeah, so it's only I, down from here, right? It's only down. Now we're gonna watch the birth of the rhino. As you can imagine, I absolutely love the magic <laughs> of Disney's Animal Kingdom on Disney Plus. It is for me reason enough to pay the subscription fee alone. So what do they have? What do they have? They have all kinds of series from the Animal Kingdom. All sorts of they follow the different their health checks, they follow uh, the different research projects. Uh. Uh, it's not only at Animal Kingdom, but they also go over to the Living Seas. Oh, over that's at cool. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, all right. And then, of course, over to the uh, Animal Kingdom Lodge to take care of those. Yep. Uh, and and the, and the other favorite group of animal is the Tower of Giraffes. Oh, I Tower like that. Of Giraffes. That makes sense. Absolutely. Exactly. So, so much fun. So, yeah. you know, that's cool. We're going to have to definitely start watching that. We were watching... Um, it's this zoo in Australia. Yeah, in Sydney. Um, it's uh, like a vet or a zookeeper type, you know, where they check on hatchlings and they Sounds check like on the baboons. Same, and, same type thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and so I kind of I really enjoy that. Yes. So, so I this, could watch Animal Kingdom. It'd yeah, be it'll be and it's narrated. 
it's narrated by Josh Gad. Oh, I love him. Ooh. Right. Do you know exactly. who that is, Steve? I have no idea. Yeah, Lauren and I both he likes gasped. Warm hugs. He likes warm <laughs> hugs. Oh. The voice wow. of Olaf. Yes. Okay. I, 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 and yeah. also the voice of LeFou. Um, who's LeFou? Is oh, LeFou in... Um, Not Steve. the voice of LeFou, sorry. Is, in the, the is live LeFou. action. Exactly. Beauty and in the, the Beast? The Beauty movie. Beast. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Gaston's sidekick. Yes. Yeah. It, was, it was good in that. Yes. Last week I had trouble with Gaston and Gasto. <laughs> Gusto. Gusto. Oh, my gosh. I still can't get them straight. There's so many movies. Wow. Not good. All right. Uh, I think that is all the updating we have for you today. Did I miss anything? I think, I think we're good. I think, I think no, we've I told think all the it. news that's worth telling. Mm-hmm. And some that wasn't. <laughs> I do have to say, I miss having news come out all the time. Yeah. Well, it's getting a little Whether better. We like the news or not is a whole different ball game. Yeah. But I do miss having the news come out. But you know, it's—I feel it is our job. It's our responsibility to bring the good, the bad, and the ugly. And you know, sometimes we deal with the bad and the ugly. But I love when we deal with the good. So we're going to bring it to you. Um, if you haven't noticed by now, hopefully you've noticed by now. We don't have rose-colored glasses. We're going to tell you what we think. We'll complain when we feel that's the way to go. Um, and and usually we're like jumping off the rooftops about anything Disney. Yeah. I can't... We need, Disney, we need you to give us some good news. Yeah. Well, it's getting there. And it's not like they don't want to. I know. I, you know what I want. You know what I want them to give me, Lisa. Oh, you know what I want them to give me. Disney well, okay, Cruise Line. There's, oh. there's two things I want them to give me. Three things now. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I'm a little greedy. <laughs> you want Aulani. You want Disneyland, and you want DCL. Well, Aulani's back. Yeah, but aren't you going? I want Disneyland. Well, yeah, but okay. I'm going. Okay, That's happening. It's happening. Um, I want. Disney Cruise, Disneyland, and dining back. Mm. That's what I want. Well, we need capacity to get dining. So. Yep. It'll happen. It'll happen. Uh, you know, do you have it? Okay, let me do this real quick before we close off the show. And hopefully this isn't a whole nother show in itself. But <laughs> what do you think our conversation will be? First week in January 2022. We're going to do a look back on the year 2021. What are some great things that we're going to talk about? And what are some. Thank goodness it wasn't 2020. Yeah. Yeah. No, our look back (laughs) is going to be, I can't believe we survived the last two years. Oh, so you're saying 2020 is going to be as bad. No, no. Or 21. I, I think the first half of this year, we're still looking at some ebbs and flows and some craziness. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. I mean, um, getting those I cruise think, lines out, that's going to be a big deal. Yeah. Like, I think second half of this year, we're going to start to feel very normal. Like, it's already starting to feel normal, like with people reaching out to, to travel again and, and there being a lot of interest in travel. Yeah, you're back on so. your horse. 
you know, Lauren, yeah, like, Lauren lets me know, oh my gosh, I had a fabulous day. And so people are booking, I, I, but just I wait until you're comfy. I was sore last Tuesday because I hadn't worked that much in one day. <laughs> you were so tired. Well, you do like a hundred jumping jacks every booking you get, right? Yeah. I was so tired. She's so buff. Thir- 13 push-ups. 13 yeah. push-ups. <laughs> no, but we even, I mean, she was so tired that we canceled podcast and moved it to Wednesday. She's like, no, yeah. you guys don't want me podcasting tonight. I am yeah, spent. I, I was done. That, I mean, and, and it was partly because I really hadn't worked like that since last February. <laughs> yeah. Well, that in conjunction with Steve getting stuck in dead stopped traffic in Atlanta, that didn't help either. Yeah, yeah. it was not a good week. Yeah. So... All right. So any predictions? Um, what are we going to talk about next year? We're going to talk about how awesome the 50th was. Yeah. Hopefully. Okay. I think because they have a bunch opening. Tron, right? Yeah. Remy. Guardians. <laughs> Remy. Remy. <laughs> your favorite. The new space restaurant. Yeah. Your, your, your space restaurant that they added a couple miles to, hopefully. Hmm. Maybe the new hotel, the new um, Star Wars hotel. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hopefully a. There's a lot of things that what about should policies? be open. You think we're going to see Max Pass? I think we're going to see that this year. Oh, well, that I think it's going to be later in the year, but I, yeah, I do think we'll see that this year. Okay. Or a version of it. Do you think do they're going to? Keep- I I, th- I think we're going to see some version of a paid paid Fast Pass program. Do you? See the see Disney keeping or anyone else for that matter, um, permanently like at least through the end of the year masks or distancing or anything like that. Do you think they're going to ease into things? I think masks are going to be here all through twenty twenty two. Through twenty twenty two, like into twenty twenty two. I don't agree with that. I agree with that. I don't know. I, I'm kind of okay with it too. Um, it makes me feel safer. Um, I, I don't think so. And I've got all these cute masks I have to use up. I think that by, um, I think by the 50th, if, if everything goes with vaccinating people, I think it'll be, I think the masks will be optional. I think you're going to see a lot of people still wearing them though. I might be one of them. I've got Halloween masks and I've got Christmas masks. We've got to go through the end of the year. <laughs> <laughs> ah, Steve. All of the, all of the above. Oh, you're so. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I'm hoping that the second half of 2021 is more back to normal. So hopefully people are vaccinated. Hopefully the numbers are down uh, and things in summer and fall hopefully by summer, definitely by fall, are closer to normal. So we'll have a hopefully a normal 50th, people there, Disney Park up to 100%, hopefully. Hotels, all hotels open. Maybe Disney Cruise, maybe Disneyland, hopefully by then. Um, yeah, so I think it'll. it's definitely on the, uh, on the upswing. There's light at the end of the tunnel, so people are getting excited it's just getting through this winter surge uh that we all knew was going to be tough so it's making it through that and then i think we'll be good yeah me 
Gotcha. So I'm definitely looking forward to doing more fun things. Me too. Yep. You ready to wrap it up, Lisa? I can wrap it up. Alrighty. I'd like to thank Pixie Vacations for sponsoring the podcast. If you have comments or questions for us, you can write to us at comments at mousechat.net. Thanks so much for listening, and please join us again next time on Mousechat.